Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. You're going to come with me. Well, well, well. And just like that, goodbye. Goodbye. We're here. We finally... Same... Okay. Okay. I thought I was the bottom. You're not. All right. On this on this podcast, <laughs> I might be. <laughs> you're a top. You might be a bottom IRL, but in this pod, in this space, I'm a top. You're a top. You're I, like Anthony. Hmm. Um. I can't believe we're here. I know. We've arrived at the seminal season two finale of and just like that. It feels important that we are recapping the finale of season two of and just like that on 9 11 feels i had the same thought it feels extremely new york it's inspired we're transported right now to the island of manhattan we're potting from nolita you know what (laughs) someone needs to feel like they're in new york because that show does not yeah i feel more new york here in la than that show ever feels watching mm-hmm. so um we are recording this on 9 11 it's been 22 years happy 9 11 to those happy who 9/11. celebrate to those um, who, to those grieving we wish you healing to those who are just 
living vibing vibing we look just another day to vibe just another day to vibe um speaking of planes we got a really good um plane fodder timing fodder this week mm-hmm. well okay should we talk about the plane man leaving his wife at the airport or oh, yeah. should we talk about barack obama sucking and fucking oh well your choice you know what let's do barack okay that feels also both are good timing, but given the gay discourse that takes place over the course of the finale of it, just it like feels that, fitting. I think it's fitting to discuss the allegations. Some loon went on <laughs> Tucker Carlson has like a new show, I guess, on YouTube or Twitter. Seems like his show's on X, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. I like that you're off. Tucker I'm is off. off. I am literally like, I have no. You're fighting for your goddamn life on threads. I'm on threads. You know what, though? I, I'm like... Are you I've, getting a lot of threads action? No. I fully adjusted, though. Like, I feel like I'm like... I fully am untethered, and it feels good. Good. But I do miss finding out shit like this. I know. This loon, that's the only way you can describe him, who's, like, clearly some, like, former tweaker gay who's in his 60s. Tucker, where did, where they, did they, find- they find this guy? I don't know. I think he's been peddling this story for a while. I think there were a few years ago he came out with like this allegation. So he's like really been banging this drum for, for yars that he Inspiring, allegedly honestly. smoked crack and fucked. Smoked crack and got his dick sucked by, right? by Barack or Obama. Barack's dick? Let's find out. I think they... I think he, Caroline, they, can you look up who... <laughs> We have a new. We have a first order of business. Can you look up who sucked who? Yeah, um, for for Barack. Crackhead sucked who? So this man claims that he was in town. I believe in like was it like? Fort? I like that we know no facts. Basically, no. Tucker. The clip that I saw is Tucker. Like was like so you were in town one night and you wanted to party. I think it was like some southern like Atlanta or like Orlando or some weird. Yeah. Full sex or just head? Um, Oral sex. Okay, show me literally two men that have done coke together and have not done something weird sexually afterwards. That's like par for the course. He's a convicted con man. Yeah, he's been convicted multiple times. Fraudster Larry Sinclair. So this guy's a fucking piece of shit. But he is a gay con man, which is great. And he, in Chicago, he did cocaine while Obama smoked crack and he performed oral sex allegedly on the former president in Chicago in 1999. That is fun. That's also pre 9-11, so it doesn't count. No. And also, if you're doing... Why as a man are you doing cocaine in the first place? Like, fellas, is it gay to do cocaine? The answer's always been yes. Cocaine is very gay. Cocaine and crack are some of the gayest drugs that exist. Larry, the only thing gayer than crack and cocaine is meth. Mm-hmm. Larry Sinclair claimed he met Obama through a limousine driver who knew the then Illinois representative. So this was back when he was like, just like a senator. No, I think it was pre-senator. He was just like a city galvan. Yeah. Becoming like big in (laughs) Chicago. But on the way up, you're going to smoke crack and and have people suck your dick every once in a while. It just is a thing that happens. Every man in his life will smoke crack and get their dick sucked by a con man. 
<laughs> Name Larry. I honestly don't even want to know any men who haven't had that happen to them. Every man should have a homosexual experience. Totally. Just, just to see. Just to see or just like to like keep themselves open. Obama and there was that other story about a girlfriend who... Oh, yeah. He wrote letters and he, he said, letters. I make love to men every night. I'm like, good. Cool. You're doing what needs in, to be done. In his head. I know. Like, also, Tell me fellas, that hasn't had... If you want to keep a girl interested, I would say it's in your best interest to send her a message of some sort telling her that you make love to men in your head every night. This man, though, is a... He's a... <laughs> he is a has a self-published book called Barack Obama and Larry Sinclair cocaine sex lies and murder question mark this is a man that has no teeth he's he's missing all of when did he publish this book 2009 okay this guy has been he has no he's has no he's missing his front teeth like this is a true like Flannery O'Connor snake oil salesman like good country people who's like a southern gothic gay a southern gothic crackhead gay who's just like trying to but now but what and the republicans are like this is so salacious they're just they're so obsessed they just cannot get over that obama was president and they they are still clutching their pearls over gay sex but it's really like it's so i hope that he's a little gay i just am very inspired by like having one story to peddle for your whole life yeah and for years and years and years peddling the same story yeah and eventually your Hollywood dreams will come true Mm -hmm. and someone will call you and say, okay, we're going to give you money now to tell the story on a larger scale. Yeah. Larry's just living the Hollywood dream. He said to, he said to Tucker, my feelings that Barack Obama is definitely bi. There is a lot of (laughs) transactional qualities to him. So all bi people are transactional. This is me on uh, regarding any man that anyone shows me that they're interested in. My feeling is that he's bi. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of transactional qualities to him. I think whatever he does is looking for a hook, looking for a benefit. Well, isn't that I'm everyone? like, welcome to Tinseltown, bud. Also, welcome to D.C. Welcome to the swamp. That's what everyone is talking. Like, meet, tell me a politician who's not just looking welcome for a benefit. Welcome to America. That's just the American That's the way. the name of the game. Obama, you know, he might have done this i don't believe the story at all but like i hope that there is some truth to like that he had some man-on-man love this is all because of the chef dying this is yeah this is just like they're they don't want to talk about trump's indictment so they're they'll talk about their two favorite topics which is obama and hillary and they'll just like pedal like hillary i I'm more likely to believe is like nefarious and evil, but like Barack Obama is just like living in Martha's Vineyard and like hanging with like Bruce Springsteen. I know, but maybe that's what they want you to think. Well, you know what? Show me a politician who hasn't murdered. Mm -hmm. Truly. If you want to be the president of the United States, you're a psychopath. So you're have to be okay with things happening. That's just the American way. So I accept Obama for who he is and who he's, possibly allegedly gotten his dick sucked and smoked crack with it sounds fun sounds really fun and also the obama i'm like so into that everyone in the family smokes his daughters both smoke cigs i I wish that we could get a photo of like young larry because i would like to picture the hookup happening and i can't with like old larry that's not that doesn't do it for me i want to make have men make love in my mind not larry sinclair with no teeth no no i'm talking young larry Oh. Also, like Obama the version now. of him 
Obama's hot has always been, but I'm talking like I want to see what yeah, yeah, Larry yeah. looked like when he was hot enough to like suck and fuck. But if you're doing crack, you're probably like, I don't really care. True. A hole's a hole. But now these mother, these girls that do those like horrific like Trump video like music. I don't know them. Oh, you see, they're like they were around. They were big during like the Trump years. They love a self-funded music video enterprise. But they'll be. This guy will be speaking at the Republican National Convention next year. Like uh, they will be. <laughs> they we can will be, only hope. <laughs> I mean, this guy. They're going to be peddling him. Say what you will, but Republicans know how to give him the old razzle dazzle and put on a show. I think. I do think, in general, Republicans are better at giving camp than and comedy. Democrats. I think Democrats are too earnest and cringy, and it's like it's like they're playing like U2's "Beautiful Day" while Republicans are doing like weekly world news, and it's more entertaining. Absolutely. So they need to. I think Democrats could invest with like bringing in more like gay crackheads. They need a writer's room. <laughs> the writer's strike needs to end so the Dems can get together and hire some funny people to like rehab their image so that they can hopefully serve cunt. They won't. But they won't. They never will. I mean, I I've lost I lost all hope during the Zoom Democratic convention when Eva Longoria introduced Billy Porter who sang there's something happening in here with a Zoom background. I was like this is we are fucked. <laughs> I was like, we are fucked. I like that you engaged with a I, I Zoom mean, it was co- it was convention. A, it was a dark. It was a dark <laughs> was time. Really, that's like it was a hard. The lowest, lowest, Obama's <laughs> lowest, lowest, smoking crack with Larry and letting him suck him off, and your lowest low is watching Billy is Porter. Not, yeah, is watching Billy Porter in the Zoomed <laughs> Democratic. <laughs> And then I got into a fight. It's on- not your Slim Jim Toggles era. It's no. actually like it doesn't get much lower than watching the DNC on Zoom. And then fighting with Pete, uh, Mayor and, like, Pete. like saying something sassy to Mayor Pete on Twitter. Saying something sassy to his campaign strategist who got who came for me. Carrie. She came for that's me first. true prayers. She, she came for me and said. Doll. I was making fun of the Zoom convention and she said. She goes, well, no shit. What do you think it was going to be? We're in a we're in a pandemic. Like this is reaching millions of more people. Like you're being an elitist, and I was like, "You're right." Miss <laughs> <laughs> Liz. Anyway, um, <sighs> yesteryear. Yesteryear. Um. Anyways, yeah. I hope that it happened. Yeah. Also, it's like that's so like cool. Like that is cool. Chicago in the '90s, like smoking crack and like sucking dick that is never not gonna be cool to me when no. someone has a sort like the hunter biden stuff like if they should focus more on like any sort of like ukraine like barisma corruption that hits a point in me where i'm like that's not fair but anytime i see a picture of him driving like 120 miles an hour with a crack pipe in his mouth i'm like this is the coolest man that's ever lived i know the democrats or the republicans need to understand that like that's, drugs are cool no but like yeah they're like they think that uh, exposing hunter biden for being a, a drug addict is gonna like shock Alienate us people no it endears us i'm like i love this fucking me guy too. D- stop making him cooler by showing like they're make they're doing him work they're yeah they're doing him work they're doing him work (laughs) they're doing him a favor and they're adding more popularity by just continuing to talk about hunter biden's crack addiction yeah who hasn't smoked crack honestly me and i would i think i did yeah yeah i would just once just to try i think it's important anyways 
Moving on to, should we get into it? Yeah, let's just get into it because there's a lot to talk about. Okay. So I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. They, they did, did that. that. They really thought they did that in this finale. Um, the only, I mean, they did that in the first minute, which was good. Yeah. I thought we were going to have to wait till like the very end, but no, they really just, they put so it all right the out shit there. out of the way. Let's get the shit out of the way. So Carrie is pacing around her apartment while it's getting done up for her last supper dinner that she's hosting with the Michelin Char that star chef. So she, <laughs> Michelin Shard. Michelin Shard that she won at a raffle for a school that she doesn't have kids that go to. Unclear. Unclear. But you know what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry Don't about worry. it. Wait, also, her having a cat is legit insane. That's her cat in real life. I'll bet it is. She adopted it. I'll bet she did. She's like a cat. I think she's a total cat lady. She is. Yeah. I love that. Being like any line between character and human person gone. completely gone. And now it's just the Sarah Jessica Parker show, which I guess it always was, but now it truly is. So she's surveying the scene and she gets a phone call. Hello. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) She gets a call and it's Samantha. She's in a car traveling from Heathrow back to her flat in London. She's, they have a green screen in the background. She's like in a fake moving car and you just see the scenes of London. She goes, there was like a biker in the background. She goes, honey. It's me. I was supposed to get on a plane, but they canceled my flight. So I'm heading out of there now. And she goes, what do you mean you were coming on a flight? They canceled my flight because I fucking hate you. And I'm never going to get on the plane anyway. So according to Samantha, she was going to surprise Carrie by making a cameo at the Last Supper. And literally being in traveling from London to New York for 10 hours and then flying back. A true friend. A true friend. She goes... I was coming for the last supper at your apartment, the one we used to hang in. She goes, Charlotte and Miranda told me all about it. I simply couldn't miss the opportunity to pay my respects. So please, put your phone on speaker right now and well, no, let me first, say a little something something. I have some moments I need to talk about. So she, her flight from Heathrow was canceled due to London fog. Mm-hmm. Classically London. And she goes, well, the fog is lifted, but the flight crews are maxed out. Oh, I'm fucking furious. And I was like, okay, that's Samantha. Her saying, I'm fucking furious. Mm-hmm. And then she, so then Carrie's like, oh, honey, you were going to do that for me? And she goes, well, yes. Put the phone on speaker. And so Carrie puts the, spo- the phone on speaker yeah. and she goes, thank you for everything, you fabulous, fabulous flat. <laughs> you fucking fabulous, fabulous flat. That was very hello, goodbye. And Carrie goes, did you just say flat? Do you have a British accent now, Samantha? And Samantha goes, who's Samantha? I'm Annabelle Bronstein from India. Which I'm (laughs) glad they kept that in. Yeah. But. A little callback for the real heads. And she goes, toodaloo. Literally. Hello. She says, good to cheerio to you and hangs up. Goodbye. I like that she was like, I won't be coming in for your, uh, husband's funeral no my shan't i'll send you a gorgeous floral arrangement but i will come in for 10 hours for a 
dinner of 16 with a bunch of strangers. And I, and I, with, imagine Samantha there and she would walk in and go, honey, who the fuck are these people? I know. <laughs> that would have been amazing. If she was like, what the fuck are they doing here? Can you imagine Samantha and Che? No. Samantha would, Samantha Samantha would immediately Lizette, get... She would dismiss. Samantha would have like so made chaos. everyone... It would have been good. She could have called the herd. Honey, who the fuck are all these people? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> She's like, get the fuck out of she here. Would've, she would have been like, it's the four of us or I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie would have dismissed been like, everyone. She'd, LTW and SEMA would have been able to stay. You guys are fabulous. Ooh. No, they're fabulous. And she they'd be Seema. good contacts for Samantha to know. I like this SEMA person. And LTW? I would have been offended. She'd thrown her napkin down and stormed out. Wait. I started watching, please, I started watching The Morning Show, because I know it's back, and I watched two episodes. I'll never watch it again. That show, so Nia Wallace is in it. Good for her. Karen Gitman. Okay, good for her. She was also in Yellowstone. (gasps) She was in Yellowstone. She's the one that takes on Beth, and she goes, I love this part, she goes, she talks from the phone, and Beth just fucked her over, and she goes, you little bitch. And she goes, I'm coming for you, you little bitch. Nia Wallace. I have chills. Queen of Yellowstone. Okay, I am really glad to hear that she stays booked. Oh, she, booked on are, she the is, show. She is the actress. She, the actress. She is the actress of the century. No, she is literally she's on like, every show. She's the most famous person in the world. Nia Wallace is okay. Work. Honestly, I know nothing because I know nothing because I'm literally sitting here being like, this woman's like unhinged, like. No, she is cable TV's like go to girly. She is Good raking in the dough. Good for not her. Not now, but like when when that when this strike gets over, it's over for you, hoes. Yeah. Because Miss Nye Wallace is coming to town, soon to be seen on a show you're watching. Um Harry Pittman. Karen Pittman. Karen Pittman. She is fucking amazing. Someone commented on our Patreon that the morning show is like a spiritual sister that exists in the same universe. And it totally I does. I had that same thought. It It's like overly woke. It's just, it's just it's shiny and green screen AI vibes. Very AI. Like who, what is this New York? I've never seen this. Jennifer Aniston's apartment is very Che Diaz, like with the computerized skyline in the background. And they just like, they say things and I'm like, this person would not say this. This is AI. I tried to watch like, the first couple episodes when it came out because I was very excited. I wanted like the two girlies fighting it out on a morning show. And then I was like, this makes me feel uncomfortable. And I simply cannot go on. I said, hello. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Reese's and then name never is returned. Bradley. I know. <laughs> the fuck? It's a strange. It's a strange world. The only way I would watch and just like that is if. I had previously watched Sex in the City, but I can't imagine coming in with like new fresh eyes and being like, let me sit down and check out this show. Nia Wallace, her twin is the character that Karen Pittman plays in Morning Show. Her sister that we never, Reese's her sister producer. that she's run away from, yeah. that she hasn't spoken to in years since old Chablis came into her life is like hard at work producing the morning show. She's like, God damn it. I really miss my sister. I haven't heard from her in decades since she was kidnapped by a bunch of white women. (laughs) Carrie Bradshaw. (laughs) We need a morning show and just like that crossover where Carrie Bradshaw is interviewed by Bradley and Jen. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they they put her on the hot seat. Mm -hmm. So 
we get that and then Samantha hangs up and she presses her phone to her chest. She's wearing high bangs in a very Patricia Field outfit. And Honestly, I was really into their chemistry here. Someone tried to razz me for being like they had incredible chemistry for being who? in separate rooms. Just a commenter, but I stand by that statement. They ha- their chemistry is undeniable. Even crossed over, it's interdimensional. Yeah, and I simply need them back. They're the duo of the century. They need to be together. They need to put aside their differences. I I have faith now more than ever that this I think could, she can be lured back. I really think it could happen. Where now. there's a will, aka a check, there's a way. And I had faith the whole time that this was going to happen. You did. So I be- I believe that Kim. Let's be- let's be real. She wants probably wants like another ranch in Canada, and like she's hasn't worked in a minute. Well, no, she's always working. She's always working. Just not on. Well, she was on a Netflix show that people were like, Glamorous. "Oh, she's basically Samantha Jones." Yeah, on and the she show. was good in Queer as Folk. That's charitable of you. So Charlotte tells Harry to help her out while she gets her shit together again. Well, being a working woman, she's getting into the groove. She's like, I just need you to step it, your pussy up at home. Yeah. And sh- help me the fuck out. Harry's like, Anthony's here to discuss losing his ass virginity to his boyfriend. And Charlotte's like, tell him to get the fuck out of I'm here. Hungover. Also, you're annoying as hell. I literally, you've done the bare minimum. You've put together three breakfasts and like taken the girls to school once. And you think you're like father of the year. Get the fucking grip. And she's like, no, get out of my room. I did coke last night. And I'm like super strong out yeah and he's like me a sandwich and he's like fine he's such a flop he is a flop and that but this is again that's not who harry is harry was like um he was like a prince i know he was a great guy i don't understand this thin harry the harry that of yesteryear would have been like honey i'll you know i'll like send you out with a lunch pail every day like you're a working girl like you're a girl bot like he would be so supportive of her mm-hmm. maybe he got more conservative as he aged i guess everyone does steve speaking spanish to his contractor oh i know i was like put this man in the insane asylum now <laughs> I know. But, did, did they were they can always he well, i think he says like i don't like i'm english he says you can speak english steve but i was like this seems like it's not like you just had this person come today. It seems like it's been like a long running oh, thing. Yeah. This is a joke that we're supposed to be like, oh, this is a joke they have. This is a classic Steve. Ultimately arrives in Coney Island <laughs> on a fa- on a cloudy day. Imagine <laughs> that contractor, like the wind kind of blows like a dark breeze and he goes, oh no. <laughs> and like runs away. He's like, La Llorona. <laughs> <laughs> when an old Chablis blows into town, it's a true curse on you and your homestead. It is. I remember this guy I worked with. In, <laughs> I, I think I told the story, right? About Hurricane Sandy when I worked at the Standard. And this guy that I worked with who we were both in the kitchen and he spoke Spanish. And he, we were both in the kitchen and, it, and like no one was there. And we were like both cleaning something off. And then the power went out. And the lights went out, and he said to his other friend in there, he goes, La Bruja. And it was Halloween. I was like, that's Chablis. La Bruja is Chablis. Yeah. So Miranda comes, and she's like, your bar looks great, Hubble. And he goes, goes, Miranda, you made it finally. To to old scouts. She goes, 
I'm glad for you. This place looks great. And he goes, I've been on the cyclone all year. It's like I've never got off the cyclone. Maybe I fell off and my head smashed like a watermelon. I was like, what is this man talking about? He goes, lock him up. He needs to be put away. He goes, she goes, we weren't right for each other. And he goes, yeah, but I don't regret any time we spent together. (laughs) And she goes, me neither. And she goes, how about a hot dog and clam? And she goes, and by clam, I mean, why don't you lick my clam one last time? Take me out back. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, let's go have some beers. And then all of a sudden, Brady shows up. Yeah, Brady. And he's like, I lo- I'm i obsessed with whoever wrote that. It was like, you know what? And Brady, then. Right at, as if in, in and a And right when they yeah. hug and they decide to be friends, classically. In New Brady, York, this Brady happens all the time up. in a city of 12 million people. And goes, mm. we were listening to each on our own to the Brady Stanellis podcast. <laughs> what? Did I blow up your spot? No. No, I'm just laughing at what he said about the show. His read on And Just Like That was so spot on. I was and like, I damn, was like, any, he... nothing we've said has been any as good as what he said. No, but he hit the nail on the damn head. He did say, he said the the most compelling thing about the show is just how good Sarah Jessica Parker is. Yeah. Just what a natural star she is. And it's just truly her show. And, and you're, he goes, and I'm. She knows it now. It's no, I know. It's SJP show. She's like, I want my cat. He just, but he was just like, and that is true. Like, she's just has megawatt charisma. She's a star. But he, he said, and you're rooting for her more than you're rooting for the hideous Miranda. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, that was mean. What? Miranda's acting hideous. Miranda I think is, he meant more as like her person. Well, her vibe is pretty hideous it's too. She's gorge. Miranda's a terrorist. She is. She's La Llorona. <laughs> she is, she is La like, Bruja. She is like stigmata. She's a, a bit cursed. She's like she's receiving, cursed. She's receiving stigmata. Yeah, she's going through stuff. But he was basically like this show... Is I can't tear my eyes away from it, but I also hate it. But it also is like, what's fascinating is it really thinks it's doing something. And that is, it's a bit of an emerging genre in this like age of television. Like we've gotten to the point where shows that really think they're doing yeah. something. There's so many shows now that they're like, like the we show. really did that. I can think of several others, but I won't blow them up right now. Anyways, that's a must listen. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you'd do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. 
It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years, and a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. So sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. 
dermatologist recommended, this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the canopy-filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Karen Pittman gets into the American Law Institute. I love this scene. They're like, hey, we're we're just going to induct you. You're like in the top five lawyers in the, the world. Okay. She's like, great. I'm like, I have no stake in this character. Every time I, I see them, I wish that I was watching one of the actual characters <laughs> of the like, show. I was like, love that for her, but like, don't, but I don't like, give a who shit. Is the, who are these people? <laughs> like, I truly do not care and could not care less. Yeah. She's like, hey, she's like, this is cool. I've got like an interloper living in my my place that will not leave. A divorcee, queer woman. Help me. Help me. Get her out. She could be listening right now. La Yorona is living in my apartment (laughs) and my and her creepy son who's like going to make a nail bomb and send it to like blow up Columbia. (laughs) Our lives are at risk. <laughs> Naya goes home to old Shibli practicing squatters' rights in her living room. And <laughs> she's like, Damn, I made this great law thing happen, but I'm sad because I can't share it with Andre Rashad. And my life is meaningless without a man. And Shibli's like, Well, you better come to the dinner tonight or else. Yeah, Shibli goes, That's awesome. You got into the American Law Institute. I'm like, Oh, yeah, remember when you were a fucking successful attorney? She's on her way. Show yeah, her a shred she of grace. She's on her way once she again. Is. She's about By to the serve. end of this episode, things She's are She's serving cut up. at the UN. I know. And she needed that. She did. I hope. I that love she... that it took, like, what, 20 episodes to get Chablis' act together? Chablis might not ever... Fully bounce back? Cynthia Nixon might never be governor... But Chablis will always be on BBC. But maybe, there were, maybe she's like, I might not be able to do it in real life because people hate women, but in Sex and the City... I'm going to be the top president of the UN. I love that. This is the show's just become a vehicle for these women to Run. just like live out their yeah. fantasy. Like for SJP, it's like, I don't want to feel any different from when I wake up and like go about my day. So this show and my life are going to merge into one thing. It's very Kim saying, I don't want to spend even a minute doing something that I'm not yeah. enjoying. And Kim is like, okay, you have to pay me a legit like, five million dollars to say hello (laughs) goodbye in a green screen car with no contact with anyone from the show bangs miranda's like (laughs) chibli is like okay well i didn't make governor but i really want to like make my mocks for governor my mocks for governor but guess what i want to be a big old lesbian and i want to be the star of the bbc and they're like okay and then now we got to figure out. I feel like Kristen Davis is the only one like not getting uh, service. I think she's gonna like oh, put up her own gallery. Okay, but I would love for her like to maybe she should take this opportunity to like work some of her own life dreams into the show. I want her to like become like the queen of art Basel and like slay the the art gallery. She scene. should develop a bit of a problem. 
Mm, just a little. Yeah. She could do it once. Yeah. Like one episode, she's like, oh my God, I'm on Coke. I think it would be fun. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like the character of Kristen Davis or Charlotte is for, is mm. to put her in those humiliating like she's a bit shoshana you know what i mean she is but then yeah so they arrive at the last supper and i was just like watching carrie the way charlotte miranda and carrie greet each other i'm like oh they, they're like not friends anymore well no she they're strangers. did you see this seating chart yeah like why Jay was at the head of the table next to her yeah like why didn't Che's been moved up in the world. Che is the new Miranda in Carrie's life. I'm just like, when did these people become strangers? This this trio of inseparable ladies that have been Franz for 30 years. It's bizarre. But it's not right. The former host of X, Y, and Me is at the the head of the table. Once again, we got a scene that truly felt like why. I got to be honest; these are the rest of my notes. I like. Damn it! I (laughs) mind crap out pretty soon well i've been i've been extra studious with my notes but this episode i was just kind of like what is happening well i was watching the first time i tried to watch this episode three times the first time i fell asleep like 15 minutes in the second time i watched it just like mouth agape at what was happening and then this third time as i was skimming and writing notes i got busy but well you went having a whole day having a okay, whole I, no day. i have like loose notes so che arrives with their hands in their pockets we had a full che lizette scene that i was like who who <laughs> oh, yeah, literally why is cares? This, why is she there lizette goes hey what's that spot on the ceiling and carrie goes i don't know it's your spot now why is this girl here i kind of liked carrie saying like i don't know bitch you take care of it yeah i just gave you my apartment for free so you shut the fuck up and you take care of that water damage is your is your damage but why is lizette she doesn't deserve a seat at the table she doesn't these two people interfacing no who are both because they go (laughs) i just have to say i'm lizette big fan i was like oh no are they gonna fuck (laughs) probably che gets all horny and lit up and lizette goes is there any new big comedy thing i should be looking out for right now as though that's how you talk to like comedians she goes i'm a huge fan of x y and me i was like what what the one fan this is a 47 year old like gen x person like who is Lizette listen for Carrie. Remember when Carrie bankrupted oh. an entire podcast? Oh, that's studio? some follow through. Yeah. But remember when Carrie Carrie's she, celebrating she, a great year having put like hundreds of people out of work. I know. Carrie and then the writer strike happens. Carrie bankrupted an entire an generation. entire podcast studio went under because Carrie said, I don't really feel like doing an ad. On my like serious XM show, yeah, that I'm getting paid like twenty thousand to do. Mm-hmm. But Lizette and Shay have a full blown debt on debt. Where I was like, why debt um, Who <laughs> care? Who is watching the show? Being like, God, I'm so invested in these two, and like they have a lot to learn from each this other. Is, like <laughs> they have like a full like play, like non musical play. Like this is they, they have Chekhov. a full. They <laughs> Their interaction is the movie in the bedroom with Sissy and Tom Middleton. So that goes, any big new comedy things I should 
be on the lookout for. And Che goes, <laughs> I'm transitioning. The old me is dead. And the new me hasn't arrived yet. And Lizette goes, you're in your cocoon phase. And Che goes, <laughs> I guess you could say that. And Lizette goes, it's like me when I first moved. To- I was literally like, you what? And your first Who's, your- who? Or what? What? Who are these people? And Lizette goes, so I made myself this ring. It's a butterfly ring. I'm hella literal. I was like, someone take me out back and put a fucking bullet between my eyes. I cannot watch these two anymore. She goes, I'm, I'm arriving in a new plane. I went like this. Good night. So then Che sees Miranda at the sink. And back they... in their old stomping back- grounds. <laughs> They are. They are. It's a sexually charged space for them. Che, again, once again, taking some shots at the bar. Oh, my God. I didn't even put that together. Oh, that was where my first... I'm haunted by Carrie's Kitchen will always now be the place where Miranda got finger fucked and made not just She got fucking pussy fisted. (laughs) Walrus seal noises. Like, it was like... It was truly... She got fully, like... Elbow deep in Miranda at, or Che got fully elbow deep in Miranda at the sink while Carrie pissed in a bucket. Well, okay, so Randy and Naya walk in and are greeted by Chef T. Who's Randy? Randa. Miranda. Oh, Randy. <laughs> Mimi. Randy. And Naya goes again into unhinged mode. I was like, can you keep it together? The chef is like, she's like, aren't you familiar? And he's like, yeah, I was the guy at the bar. And I own bar I was like, this is convenient. Everyone again in this New York, always they'll come back into each other's lives in one way, shape or form. He goes, I'm a Michelin star chef and I'm the owner of bar tea. And, and I, I saw goes, you. That's your bar. That's and then she bar. goes, you can go now to Miranda. And she goes, get out of here. I'm like, you're still in front of this man. Naya, what I do like she about her, in. she loses it in front of a man she cannot keep her shit together for a second if a man comes to town i know i admire that and i kind of do like that as a character trope and i admire someone just being like get out of here to their cock blocking friend run get out that's (laughs) awesome that's a true friend and miranda goes okay and then she scuttles over to the kitchen and goes we going in I do. Th- We're I- in the kitchen. <laughs> I must talk to Shay, and <laughs> so she goes up to Shay, and I was like, "Okay, dude, this felt very Miranda, where she's like, we can't ruin Carrie's thing." And I was like, finally, a glimpse of the old Randy, but then she bleeds back and does like a crying scene with Shay, which is like, "We were like a good train wreck, right? The kind where you like realize you got to the station that you needed to get to," and she's like. I'll never do those jokes again. <laughs> For the next month. <laughs> and like, never do comedy again. Please don't please. do comedy again. This please should be a sign. Stop. Your comedy devastates people. But not not enough, because Lizette is like... The, every, I'm telling you, cool. everywhere Che goes, a huge fan pops out of the woodwork. Her fandom is Worst stronger than like Gaga's fandom. I know, Che's fan base is extremely little monster. Mm-hmm. As a little monster, I'm saying this. Yeah, same. Um, kindness, kindness kill. What is it? What does she call it? Kindness punks. Sebastian decides to play some mind games with Anthony, and he says in front of everyone that he's moving back to Rome. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a power move I can respect. Mm-hmm. 
being like, if you don't let me stick my huge dick in your ass, I'm going back to Rome. And again, I go, okay. Like, yeah, I have no, I really with love. I say this with love and light. The only thing Anthony's good for is cunty quips. Yeah. I don't need like more than that. You're like gay. You do your thing. Over I'm like, there. I wind didn't up. make you want the it to rules. be a wind up guy. I didn't make the rules. Okay. He and Stanford were always like sideshow gays. They were accessory gays, like a little beaded clutch. But like they were never meant to be promoted to like main character gays. Yeah. And then he's like, no, JK, I'm going to say. Yeah. Then Seema swans in with her hot new man. And he has to go take a phone call. Because they're shooting his movie in Egypt and he's getting clearance from the Egyptian government to film at the Sphinx. That's huge. And Seema's freaking out because she said, I love you too soon. And she's like, if you're going to go, I don't do like long distance. I don't do this kind of thing. Like, Well, first she says to Carrie, she's like, girl, what do I do? <laughs> and Carrie's like, who are you again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, just be chill and mm-hmm. stop being like, Stop freaking out. You're pushing him away. Smoke a cig. Carrie actually is like kind of based for her reads on this because I too would be like, he's not that into you. Like he's pulling away. But Carrie's like, you're being a fucking crazy bitch. Stop. You realize, I mean, I realize, I feel like Carrie is stoned all the time. She. Her vibe is very Jay like put edibles. Carry on to edibles. edibles. She's always kind of, kind of navigating through a body high because she's so chill. Carrie is so chill, more chill than she ever was in the original. And I guess that just comes with time and, and being death. and being a widow. But and being honestly having like a hundred million dollars, yeah, I, I think be- would make me pretty chill. I think before she was just like always like scrapping to get by and like had like a shoe addiction and she like couldn't pay her bills she didn't pay her bills imagine her credit card interest big paid it off yeah so she has nothing to stress about now i think that i think it's just like this shows new town home and nons <laughs> in the french quarter but she, <laughs> she is truly like this is i look at her and i'm like oh this is what it's like to just be like really wealthy Mm -hmm. you just like it's a true no worries you don't have to worry and she's how and she's also on drugs it's a bit yeah she's on she's on an edible riding a high she's like on a five milligram baseline Mm -hmm. um so then they sit down yeah anthony and sebastian go into the closet and are having their little serious talk and lizette hops out of the bathroom i was like she also needs to be carted off to the insane asylum (laughs) because oh my god can you believe this closet she left her bras and like she's like do you think i can wear these weird you're freak you're so bizarre you make me so uncomfortable why are you doing this are you here you're this place is you're getting this place for free can she afford, like, how is she affording anything? The jewelry line was in the cut. Mm-hmm. So then Sebastian says, this is not about your ass walls. This is about emotional walls. And then Anthony's like, you're so right. You're so right. Come, fuck my, come fuck my hole. Yeah. And then they all sit down at the dinner and Carrie's, I, and I'm watching and I'm going, is this the first time they're all acting together? This is ensemble. This like, was, they were like, we're going to really gun for like a screen actors guild ensemble nomination in no, this I'm, moment no i'm saying is this the first time they've all been in the same room all these people yeah 
Yeah, including like Lizette, Lizette, and that the guy, podcast, Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee, he's there, and his wife, and his wife Storm, who made like a flop dress. Oh yeah, I would not want to see her again. No. If we had that thing go down, for the Met Ball, and she just flopped so so hard, yeah. and I teed her up for like the win of a lifetime. I would be like, I'm so sorry, but you're not invited to my Michelin dinner. You're not like a part of Kiri this apartment. So stoned. She's like, this is Galaxy Brainstone. Who's like, let I'll just like invite them. <laughs> you know when you're like, really? Why high? not? Yeah, you're like, I wanna, I want them there. <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna extend the invite. Why not? I'll do it. So Carrie gets up and she's like, let's all go around the room. And- we need to now. Also, like, this was a scene that I could have lived my whole life without ever seeing and been totally fine with. This told me I'm they devoted like pages of real estate to being like, and then we're going to have every character, not just just like, oh, two or three like quippy things. We're going to have every single character in the show. I would say 80 percent that the audience has no investment in there's no reason to care about them but we are going to give them the chance to say one word that represents the thing that they really want to let go of no one asked for that no and but you're right it's not it's not like i would think they would just do like carrie miranda charlotte like carrie's like i'll start and then someone says like blah 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 and then someone goes like blah and then someone goes no blah and then like you move on with the scene blah also blah that's my blah too and it's just it just goes and goes and goes until the end. It's literally never. It's like a five minute long. Yeah, it was really strange. It was so bizarre. Very weird. Very weirdly acted. The whole thing was. I did write though. Naya's acting insane again at dinner. She's acting. The chef up. comes around. He's like, "Here's some spoons filled with mush. Drink one, then drink this, then taste this." And she's like. Do you mean I let it explode in my mouth? I was like, ma'am, you're at a <laughs> dinner right now in front of a lot of you people. You just got accepted into the American Law Institute. I know. Have a, have a grand decorum. Just keep just it. A little... Just tamp it down for a second. Yeah. it's she's You very... don't know a lot of these people. <laughs> a lot of these people. Maybe she is just really confident. Like once you get to that level in your career, you will just be like... It's exploding in my mouth in a my dinner yeah. of 16 people, that many of whom you've never met. I can't really say what else happens other and that's at this dinner moment. Everyone just kind of like eventually leaves. Seema goes into the hall to scream at her boyfriend. And he's like, look, I need to do this, but I love you and I'm committed to you. So just give me five months to shoot this sphinx and then i'll be back, baby. And she's like, okay. She's like, and I cool. guess like when you're in your 50s slash early 60s it's like what's five months well no i again this is this is rich person poor people like us (laughs) live i'm not poor no i'm kidding i'm talking about like lay like normal people normal middle class yeah we live for the day-to-day mm-hmm. we live for like we you know what I'm i mean living in the past I'm living, I'm not even or thinking. the past i'm li- living rich in the people, past where i'm like five months oh my god time though time for rich people is like they're it's interstellar it's like yeah five months is i like a this second also it's nice to like cement something and then be like now go to egypt and like do your little work thing and i'll come visit you and like 
he tells her to chill and then like we're like okay these two are gonna be together yeah then charlotte marina okay wow this was a great great time in this apartment bye oh yeah ltw's feeling like oh, yeah, guilty. She was there. I totally forgot about ltw she's feeling guilty about Getting having a her- miscarriage mm-hmm. because that's what she wanted and i'm like pitch don't be guilty. Just say thank you to the heavens above. Nature did its thing. It didn't you want did you to, not want this guy kid. Guy did not want you to have this kid. No, it and was never fine. meant to be. You need to finish your documentary. I know. And please tell someone what it's about. <laughs> just no, a, never. Just a one paragraph description or like even a teaser, a 30 second teaser. I wish that she'd just, instead of going around the room one by one, LTW could have been like, I want to show you guys my 30-second teaser for my, my project. Yeah. yeah. And then we could have known more. But that's neither here nor there. And then, yeah, Charlotte and Miranda are like, wow. Oh, Miranda gets a... Miranda, Miranda gets, gets a, the phone call of a lifetime. She gets, doot, doot. Because it's like you hear the European ring back. Mm-hmm. Doot, doot. She goes, hello. And she goes... <laughs> Hello, Miranda. This is the this is the chic lesbian who works down at the UN. She's like, I need you to come in at once. No, actually, that's not her. The human rights lady is like, hey, my kid's being a little fucker. Can you stand in for me and go be the point person for this BBC interview and stand in for me? And Miranda's like, <gasps> don't mind if I do. And she is actually like finally serving a look. Yeah, and she goes, Dressed girls. head to toe with a statement earring. She goes, girls and Che, I have to go. I have to be, <laughs> I'm required at the BBC. And they're like, great, go do it. And then she meets the like UN lesbian there and they are clearly going to have a relationship. I'm into their relationship. Me too. I it's see like, them together. Me too. Chibli can terrorize her, but I feel like she'll be able to give it right back. I think Chibli will chill. I think she'll temper a little. You think Chibli will ever have a drink again? I thought it, I thought there was going to be a moment in that last montage where she's at the bar, like just picking the girls when they're both. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a moment where you see her drinking a little rouge. I'd, and like I was her, like, I'd like her to get a little sauced. She could. I think, I think she, she could have a light relapse moment. I also don't think that she's like an alcoholic. No, I don't either. I think she was a problem drinker, and I think she was a she was a conditional alcoholic, which is yeah. like someone so, that was drinking because of a like cataclysmic shift in society. She was unhappy with her life. Yeah. And sometimes you drink when that happens. But, but it, her little backpack full of bottles was extreme alcoholism. Yeah, that bad. was a cry for help. I think you can but I don't think she's like a true in her bones alcoholic. I've never no. seen Miranda like the old Miranda like never. I think she could just do the Sheena plan, which is like get a little buzz. Don't get you don't have to get wasted. Um but she slays the BBC interview and they're like, can you tell us about human rights? And she goes, yes, well, we're watching very closely. And then that's the interview. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's wearing like a really bold lip. That was cool. That was then, also like, that's a thing. Don't worry about it that I'm totally fine with. Less is more. And then Carrie, everyone leaves and Carrie's like, oh, well, now the only thing left to do is move. And then suddenly there's a pebble at the window. Drink. She hears clang, clang, clang on the trolley. (laughs) And then it's Aiden outside, like the old times. Old Slenderman himself. He's back from Norfolk. He decided to swoop in. And she's like, what are you doing here? I thought you'd never come here. You said a line in the sand and you wouldn't cross it. But now you're here. What's up? And I was like, this is going to be bad. And he's like, come sit down. And basically he says that his son, Wyatt, was on psilocybin. He had psilocybin in his system, Carrie. He was 
very he was on drugs and drinking and basically like tried to sue did you do you think he he i think it was a cry for help i think it was like a i think it was like a act of self-destruction hoping to get attention from his parents <sighs> which is like been there just a cry for help in general but i think i don't think i felt like he was just like didn't really know what he was doing and just wanted attention and wanted his dad to be staying put because he has an unhealthy obsession with his dad well, now he's getting what he wants. He got what he wants. Aiden's like, look, my son is 14 and he needs to be like monitored for the next five years because if we let him out in the world now, he's going to... He's going to go ape shit. He's going to go ape shit and like people are at risk. So I have to be <laughs> at home and make sure that he's like... He was my wife. She's always flying here, flying there, going to the carpet trade show and fabric shopping. Yeah. What about her? She has. She doesn't have to give up her life. I was like, she has a great life. He's like, so I have to stay in Virginia. I can't come up here ever again. And Carrie was like, okay, well, then I guess I'll like just come and visit you in Virginia. And he's like, oof, oof. he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Eight, Wyatt I, hates you. I don't think so. He goes, no, Carrie. He's like, Wyatt's going to kill you in your sleep if you come. <laughs> he's like, he's going to smother you with a pillow. He's going to kill you. Then he's going to kill me. Then he's going to kill his brothers. Then he's going to drive my truck over to his mom's house and kill her. So that's not going to work out for and me. And then after all said and done, he's going to drive up here and kill your cat. Yeah. <laughs> And then so, he's going to blow up your apartment. And do you really want that kind of blood on your hand? She goes, he's going to come all the way down to Nolens? And he's like, <laughs> yes, he, he will. Goes, he loves nothing more than the French Quarter. And she goes, so I think we need to put this on pause. And she goes, well, for how long? And he goes, for five years until he's 20 or 19. I was like, what? When he was like, my other son's 17, the other one's 20. I was like, yeah, they're old now. They don't need you around. He's like, but I have to be there for Wyatt. He's like... So I'm going to need you to lay off me and not talk to me for five years. And I'm going to go sleep with other people and date. I'm going to get my dick wet in Virginia. In, in Virginia. And you can wait around for me and we'll see how the cookie crumbles in five years. That I was is like, this what is a cop he said, out. right? This is a cop out. He doesn't want to be with her anymore. Aiden got what he wanted. He wanted his, I think in some way it was like a weird, like, this is my theory. Mm-hmm. Aiden got some kind of fulfillment and closure out of getting winning carry back and winning like carry back and making her, her really understand how hurt he was and then like getting her to fall in love with him again and like basically like make her like i'm this is the love of my life i regret being with big like this is i'm gonna like get this town home i'm gonna be i'm a family woman now i'm a stepmother i want kids adjacent just to go hello Five years. Goodbye. goodbye and i think this was his like weird unconscious revenge on carrie yeah, I see that. And I think now he's like... He's a sick, sick man. He's just like a self... He's just like a screwball. What if he... He's not He's not a bad guy. Wife, what if he got his wife in on it? Cause she was kind of in on it. What if Wyatt didn't even have this thing happen? I do think that this is all real, but I, I just feel like Aiden is just kind of like... At the end of the day, Aiden's like kind of a messy... like. He's a messy queen. He's just like a messy straight guy who's like kind of like cool and like does makes thing makes furniture but he's like he's a fuck boy he's emotional he's an emotional fuck boy yeah and like he's never he's not gonna give carrie what she wants secretly no low key there's a reason why they weren't together yeah they're not good for each other and i think carrie is gonna realize that so carrie's like all right i'll wait for five years she's like bye now bye. he's like bye she goes, like, can we have one last fuck before you go? He's like, sure. He's like, I'll sure. You down. And then she waves him from the window and he heads on back to Norfolk on the Amtrak. And then 
She'll never see his ass again. No. Thank God. I'm I'm over it's it. Good. She Let's upgraded. Let's venture out of the bubble. A it's little. also really good that she got this apartment and that she's not living in like a like a tiny bed with yellow shelves above her. Yeah, she's back in. She's going. She's moving to the French Quarter. She's good. <laughs> Aiden, she needs to venture a little out. Be creative. The old Carrie was dating every episode. Let's get back to that. I want to see Carrie going on dates every episode. I she think that need she to... can find love again. I know, but I don't need her to immediately find love and like shack up immediately. I need her to like just be dating around. But remember, like the I liked the tech guy episode where she like thought that that bicycle man was maybe something special, and then he turned out that yes, felt that like felt old city, old Sex in the City, and he was in a relationship with his business partner. partner. Yeah, that was great, and that was like I was like craving her voiceover, and that's when I realized he already had a relationship. With this business partner, you know, like that. I want that, Carrie. I don't need her to be like monog immediately. Maybe at the end of the season, she can like finally like find her guy. But like, let's let's let's. I'd like, like to see her break some hearts. Let's be, you know, let's tramp around. You know who I'd like to see her circle back to? Remember that like alcoholic who started fucking her and got addicted to fucking her? Mm-hmm. That I think that she could revisit him. I just watched that episode. It's such a good one. He's literally I've been to, I go to they're standing outside the meeting I would go to in West Village. She should go maybe she could find Bon Jovi again. I would love to get him in the mix. I know, but I'm just thinking like they love revisiting cock so much no, on I want the show. New 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 she should she should have a moment where she's dating jacob already she should date a really young guy mm-hmm. and he's like exciting and like loves her like a 30 year old mm-hmm. no i'm talking like 25 okay like demi Moore ashton style speaking of ashton <laughs> he's in hot water honey um then yeah then Seema is like come on girl let's go to you greece. need to get away and let's goes, go to greece aka goes, malibu she goes this was literally malibu she goes oh Seema, but i i fucked up on our hampton summer plan she goes bitch i'm not talking about the hamptons i'm talking about paros paros and so then they go to greece it's green screen malibu it just is malibu yeah it's a cove in malibu when they're like five years five months it's all the same let's be rich yeah cheers bitch I could have, if the show ended here, I'd be like, this is great. This is all Carrie needs. I think that they were going to end it there. I don't think they thought it would come back. Well, it's like so highly rated. Like so many people watch it. Yeah, because they're, it literally is them just like, I think that most people are watching it praying that it gives them some semblance of like old sex in the city. And when it does, it like hooks you a little bit more, but then it is. As Bretty Snell has said, a train wreck that you just simply cannot tear your eyes away from. But that's all I need is Samantha. Like, this is, she's found her girl. And also, when I was like, she's in Greece, she, that's just a stone's throw away from London. Yeah. Can Maybe. she fly through Heathrow on the way back? And Samantha goes, honey, I just left. <laughs> the fuck? I would love just a season of her and Samantha, like, catch me if you can, where she's, the, <laughs> where, where they're just trying to, like, link up, but they never seem to get it. <laughs> I think we could have some of Samantha's London hijinks in London I town. Do. I think it's going to happen. I she doesn't have to film with them. She can just like update Carrie regularly. Yeah, but it made me it, later. It got me to thinking about the the scene at the end of the season two or three. I think two when Samantha has the barbecue for the sex workers, and that was originally where the show was supposed to end. Did you know that? No. 
when they're all just on the roof like all single and just like that vibing felt, that felt fun and yeah. that's right before mpk came in i guess so but he was that was going to be the original ending i think for because they didn't know the series was going to get picked up again and i was like that was a perfect ending anyway what a perfect show what an abomination what a, tr- a true abomination of american television at least we got hello goodbye finally but my god but it's still serving something i mean something's happening we're talking about it yeah um let's do a shout out to our cult girlies let's do it hello goodbye, goodbye. good riddance good riddance See you. Bye. Bye. Danielle McMillan. McMillan. Lady Swamp, which gives no fucks. Lady Swamp gives no fucks. Malls at all. Malls at all. Mary. Mary. Maisie McKinney. Mike Earhart. Sharon Baum, realtor. realtor. Sharon Baum, realtor, is making moves. She's Samantha. Mm hmm. Courtney Kesselman. Kesselman. Carrie Whitmer. Whitmer. Owsley. Owsley. Mariah Kay. Kathy West. Kathy West. Michelle. Rochelle Martino. Martino. Kit Moore. Kit Moore. Nick Sedaris. Sedaris. Emily. Emily. Kim Lucas. Kim Lucas. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Pradama. Pradama. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith Sabadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.